This is the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, and we are presented to you by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by SGPN TV. That's right, SGPN TV. Download our app today, the SGPN TV app. It is available on Roku, Amazon, and Apple TV. I am at FF Bourbon Dude here sipping on a little bee's knees if you tuned in last week. I'm joined by at Dynasty Dorks, uh, Dave. Dave, how you doing, man? Doing great. You actually got got some bee's knees? I, I got the bee's knees right here. Not a sponsor yet. Um, we need to get them on the phone with Sean. Uh, yeah, man, I'm doing great. Got uh, one more night. I got a few games. I'm sweating, um, but we're uh, we're having some fun. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so our normal Monday show, we're going to kick off. We're going to do our quiz, and then we're going to talk some dynasty buys or sells. We're really just going to kind of go through a list of players and talk through whether or not they are currently buys in certain situations or maybe some sales in situations, and then we'll get you out of here so you can watch that Monday night football game. Looks like it's going to be a decent one tonight. All right, so Dave, as always, let's get into this quiz, baby. Well, before we get into the quiz, go, go ahead, go ahead. Before we get in the quiz, first of all, I want to say big congrats to the Mothership Sports Gambling Podcast Network, 1.2 million downloads last month that's huge we're a small part of that network we're probably a big part of your heart and make sure you guys subscribe we got the df dfs show we got the idp show we got all sorts of we have nine shows per week for sgpn fantasy football so go on wherever you wherever you listen to your stuff or our youtube and subscribe and here if you subscribe we're going to be doing a deandre swift that thing is nice I might have my wife sign up for it and see if she can win it for me. Um, so win a free DeAndre Swift jersey plus $50 credit to Gambling Podcast merch store. All you have to do to enter is subscribe to our YouTube channel. Easy. Comment on any video, you know, B's Knees, Brad's Awesome, that kind of stuff on any YouTube channel. And DM, DM us a screenshot of completed steps one and two. One, two, three. It's that easy. No money, no email. And uh, you can DM us or just comment on the Twitter post. It's ask SGPN Fantasy. If you need to find or have any questions, DM me at Dynasty Dorks or Brad at FF Bourbon Dude. And as always, please subscribe, comment, and uh, let us know what you think about the show. Yeah, Brad's apparently not awesome because we talked about this pre-show and I totally whiffed on it. I was so excited about our quiz that I don't know how I forgot about my man, DeAndre Swift, in that jersey. It is sweet. Let's keep our fingers crossed somebody gets that jersey here pretty soon. So now that I put the cart before the horse, let's get into our quiz. All right, so we're back with our Monday weekly quiz, talking about just some players that maybe we didn't expect to perform to the level that they have up to this point, or maybe even this week. So our first quiz question is about the quarterback position, Dave. I led the league and am currently leading the league in quarterback completion percentage. I am 10th in passing yards. And I was in a quarterback battle coming into this season. Ooh, Dave, ooh. who am I? That last part really sunk it in. I was going with this guy already because I was listening to fantasy footballers today and they dropped some similar stats. Damn it. Seriously? And great minds think alike. Yeah, maybe. And I, he's going to be talked about on the show today. It's Mr. Geno Smith. That it is. And hashtag I have not listened to the fantasy footballers. Drum roll. Cha-ching. Dave got it again for the second week in a row. He's on fire right now. On fire. All right, let's move into our second quiz question. And this is the wide receiver position. I'm 11th in fantasy points, total fantasy points over the last two weeks at the wide receiver position. I have a 79% catch percentage, 
which is the best that my quarterback has ever seen from a wide receiver. That's a starting wide receiver for my team. And I have risen in snap share over the last three weeks up to a total of 96% in week four. Who am I? Garrett Wilson. Ooh, you're along the, along the right lines, the right line of thinking. It is a rookie. You want one more shot? Oh, Chris Olave. Nah, nah, Romeo Dobbs. Romeo Dobbs has a 79% catch percentage. That's better than any season that Devontae Adams has put together, Jordy Nelson, James Jones, any of those guys. That's where you stumped me because I was not even thinking anything because those guys, he's had some ballers over there. Yes, it is crazy the numbers that he's putting up right now in that Green Bay offense. So, Dave, are you ready to kind of start to bump him up your rookie wide receiver rankings? I mean, you're doing the dork report for us every week. You're talking about Romeo Dobbs in there. So where's he at in your rankings right now? Yeah, so um, let's just say this. I was doing my player values, and I didn't, you know, I, I wanted to make sure to update today versus like just sending it out based on, you know, before, because my I wrote it up before Sunday, but it was coming out today. And I said, you know what? Let me update that thing. And I moved Romeo Dubs up. I moved him, uh, Dobbs, by the way, Romeo Dobbs. I moved him up a tier. So I basically did tier bases. And said, okay, here's like uh here's five guys from each position that would be worth an early first, five guys that would be worth a first, and guys that you could target, sell or sell or buy. And I had to move Dobbs up. I was like, there's no one's gonna give a late second for him or a, a, a middle second. I think you could I think you could get him for an early second, but to get him off my team, you're gonna have to give me an early, a late first. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And that that value is just going to continue to creep. You're seeing a snap share go up. You're seeing if he caught that second pass, which Ooh. he caught. <laughs> ironic versus the Packers. And I'm going to lose. Uh, I'm probably going to lose one of my matchups. And I had I and I had Dobbs in as a throw in on a trade. The guy was it was a really it's a really short bench. Ten starters, five bench. And ooh, I, I, wow. I did a two for one. And I, he was like, "Let me. I'm going to probably drop Dobbs. You want him? I'm like, yeah." <laughs> well, yes, I, I do. play a defense this week so I can get Dobbs on my team. Like I scooped him up. And uh, if he caught that second ball, I'd be in much better shape tonight. But uh, yeah, it's ironic. It's the Packers too, because Des, yeah. Des did not catch it against the Packers, but yeah. I'm definitely going to change my team name to Dobbs caught it. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right. So that's it for our quiz questions for the week. And like I said earlier, we're going to get into some dynasty buys and sells. We're going to start with the quarterback position, and that is brought to you by WinBet. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is a perfect time for new customers who bet $100 to get a free $100 bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. WinBet is currently live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New, York, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Plus, WinBet has their own same-game parlay feature. All you got to do is click the game you like, select build your own bet, and start building that monster parlay. There's so many things to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. Again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. If you're listening to the show, then you watch football, and then that means you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone, plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on, watch on all your devices and never miss a game or any episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can, tr- you can try Fubo TV free for seven days. Get 15% off your first month. Just go to Fubo doc- FuboTV.com backslash SGP. That's FuboTV.com backslash SGP. Beautiful. All right, let's get right into this. We got a lot of players that we want to talk about tonight. And again, we're going to start with the quarterback position. So the first player, and Dave, I'll kick this one over to you. This is this is one of your love joys. You've talked about this guy quite a bit lately. And we're going to go, we're going to start with Kirk Cousins. Dave, 
is Kirk Cousins a buy or a sell? 33-year-old quarterback, just got a little bit of an extension right before the beginning of the season. So where's he at in your dynasty team? Yeah, I, I think Kirk Cousins is a, is a great QB too. And I know that, that there's, there's, you know, we want the rushing quarterback. But at the end of the day, I, we talked about it before, before the season started, we want someone that can have that high volume of passing because it's just as valuable as the rushing. And Kirk Cousins is doing it. I know he had the one bad game. That's that's prime time. That's Kirk Cousins. We at least know when to bench Kirk Cousins. If it's Monday night, Sunday night, Thursday night, get him out of your roster. It's not like it's a lineup headache. You know what's going to happen. This dude, he maybe he goes to bed early and just you know doesn't do well. And I don't know what it is. <laughs> but at the end of the day, Kirk Cousins is going to throw for 4,000 yards. He's going to throw for 30 touchdowns. And that's what you're looking for. And, and it's a QB2. That's great production. And these these rushing quarterbacks, a lot of them get hurt. And there is some volatility when you have, like, yeah, Jalen Hurts had a safe game yesterday. Zero touchdowns, one interception. He didn't give you the boom week that you're looking for. And it can happen to any of them. So uh, so Kirk Cousins, just because he doesn't have the, the boom weeks all the time, things will be really safe. And, and the offense is starting to come together. It's a new offense. People got to be patient. Week one was great. Week two sucked. Week three was meh. Week four was was great. It was good. It was a solid, solid performance. Yeah, it's it's crazy because you look at how he has constantly performed over the years. He does get devalued a lot right now. And it's, look, Dave goes to bed with Kirk Cousins apparently, or or sings lullaby Kirk Cousins lullabies to one sharp right now. It's crazy, but it, I I totally get it. They did give him that extension. And right now is that buying window also, right? Well, you let, need to get him now before he has a big blow-up game. He's got two meh weeks. This week was okay. So it, it's now is the time to buy him if you're trying to buy him on a contending-type roster. Yeah, and we'll, we'll talk about this with all the quarterbacks. Like, quarterbacks are dropping like flies. Absolutely dropping like flies. Like, Daniel Jones isn't going to play this week. Tyra Taylor, his backup, he might have got a concussion. They might play in Saquon Barkley at quarterback this week. Kadarius Tony, he played. Kadarius Tony, he played. Uh, he played college, high school quarterback. Hey, he's got to get healthy too, though. I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, you, you, you got. I mean, over half a dozen quarterbacks are out only only week four. Like, yep. go get them. It's it is a problem right now. It is a problem. Yeah. All right, let's move on list. to our. Yeah, let's move on to the next guy at the quarterback position, and I'll talk a little bit about this guy. And I do believe we're going to disagree here, considering we had a little texting back and forth about this player earlier today. That's going to be Ryan Tannehill, quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. And look, the biggest driver for me here is where I think the Tennessee Titans are going to be next season. I think they're going to be in a situation where they're looking to, to rebuild a little bit. Derrick Henry, another year older. Robert Woods, 30-plus years old. And Ryan Tannehill going into the last year of his contract where the Tennessee Titans could save $18 million by moving on from him. So not only is it a huge cap savings to move on from Ryan Tannehill, it's also a pretty strong quarterback class in this 2023 class, plus some of those guys that are going to be available in the open market come next season, guys like Jimmy Garoppolo, guys like possibly Jacoby Brissett, who's shown that he can he can manage a team, right? There are some players that are going to be available next season, and I'm not saying Jacoby Brissett is better than Ryan Tannehill, so don't take it that way. Uh, but I do think there are going to be options out there that give Tennessee a way out of Ryan Tannehill and allow them to kind of move on. So right now, he's a big-time sell candidate for me. He hasn't really produced to the same level that we've seen him produce over the course of the last couple seasons. He has had a little bit of a drop-off. I do expect that to kind of come back around uh, around midseason. But right now, he's a hard sell for me. Dave, where are you at with Ryan Tannehill? Yeah, I, I think with Ryan Tannehill, he's someone you can buy because the price is going to be good um, for a lot of the things that Brad said. Um, but whether he's on the Tennessee Titans or another team next year, he's most likely going to be a starting quarterback. You, you know, you, you're only going to get so many quarterbacks come out of this draft class and there's going to be people, someone's going to need a quarterback, whether the New York giants are a landing spot for Ryan Tannehill, 
or you're you're seeing some of you know another team that maybe drafts a quarterback in the second round next year and needs a, a bridge guy. Maybe Tennessee's that team. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm looking at this as a as a one year window, and anything else is a bonus. And he plays in the AFC South. Defense is typically optional over there. Tennessee's like the the most, one of the most difficult opponents that you're going to have as far as defense. I know Jacksonville's getting better, but they still got the Houston Texans, and he's got the rushing upside. This guy's been a QB one three years in a row. In your one quarterback leagues, I'm not interested, but in your second, in your two quarterback leagues, if I can go get Ryan Tannehill for whatever Brad's going to tell me, I don't want to list my price right now on the show, but whatever Brad's going <laughs> to give it to me, then let's go. Um, but I just I think the price is right, and that's why. Like I, I'm not going to go and. Pick, overpay for this guy <laughs> i'm telling you what one sharp has got some great one-liners going on he's talking about Tannehill being like the backstreet boys going downhill after aj left look i grew up in that time all of my i'm a i have so my brother and i are the only boys on my entire dad's side of the family all of his siblings had girls there are 13 of them look I, I dealt with some Backstreet Boys, and I can validate this is the truth. All right, this is the truth. When AJ left, it was bad news. Well, it was bad AJ news bears never, for Backstreet Boys. AJ never played a full season with, with Ryan Tannehill. Last year, he was QB one with Nick uh, Westbrook, Akine, and and Brad Stickler at quarter at receiver. Hey, you, and you want to see that? I promise. I promise you want to see that. All right, so let's move on to the next guy, and that is going to be Jared Goff, quarterback. For the Detroit Lions, a guy who threw for 400-plus yards and a ton of touchdowns this week against the Seattle Seahawks and a really great game from an offensive standpoint, a lot of scoring all over the place. So, Dave, where are you at with Jared Goff? I think he's in a similar scenario to, to Tannehill where he could be moved on from easily next year. He's a very expensive piece, um, but he also could be the, the bridge guy, whether it's with uh, the Lions or not. Um, but the reason I have him as a sell, he just had like the best game he's had in three years. So wherever his price was four weeks ago, it's not going to get any better than what it is now. And last time I checked, they're not going to play the Seattle Seahawks again. So, yep. So that, that's the only reason I like golf. And I think if you're a contender, he's someone that you can go buy. So it's kind of a buy and a sell. Because I, I would go get him. But if someone says, I want a first for Jared Goff, I tell him, you know, shark, I would send him the shark tank. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a little bit different to me. I'm kind of flip-flop to where Dave is. I would rather have Jared Goff. One, he's about six years younger than Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill's 35 years old. Jared Goff is only 29. But you're right. From a contractual standpoint, they are very much alike in regards to the Lions could move on from Jared Goff if they choose to do so and save about $20 million. But I also believe that because there's two years left on that deal, it's much more likely that 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 team looks to restructure his contract, maybe pay out a little bit of a bonus and to bring that cap number down a little bit. So I think he's a candidate for restructuring his deal in in a situation where the Lions... Are they ready for a quarterback really yet? Probably not. I think working on that defense is probably more important right now. And if they can count on the offensive team to let, to be on the shoulders of Jared Goff, I think they're going to do that. They seem to have made smart decisions in the draft up to this point over the, over the tenure uh, of the new staff. So I think Jared Goff is a little bit safer from a rebuild perspective or even a contending type situation, to be honest with you right now. So I know we got, I know we got to move on, but my, my question is, is they're, they're not linear. Like Goff and Tannehill are not going to be the same price. So if do you, like, do you think it's, if it's the same price, then yeah, like Goff is the easier pick for me. But I think you're going to get Tannehill coming off of a, of a low week versus Goff coming off of a – like, that's my point. Like, you're not going to be able to get Goff for the same price, I don't think. Yeah, it's possible. I guess I looked at it as really they're probably in the, around the same tier, which is going to drive around the same price from a dynasty perspective. You but like, uh, a I mean, second, like a second? Like a mid-second? Yeah, I think a second-round pick would probably get it done, to be honest. Um, 
Now, I mean, you got to be in the right situation there, right? The team needs to be in a rebuild-type situation where they're willing to take those picks. Uh, but they're, I, I might. No, yeah, mid-second. Yeah, mid-second. That's Brad the right. Knows as, that's soon the right as, says, as soon as he says he can take yeah. a third for Tannehill, I'm sending it over. <laughs> yeah, that's about the right price. That's about the right price. And you're just trying to extract information from me right now. I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it. So, yeah. all right, let's move on to our last quarterback. And this is a guy we had in the quiz earlier that Dave na- just nailed. And that is Geno Smith, quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. And he is a smash sell for me right now. An absolute smash sell. He, I don't foresee him being the long-term answer in Seattle. He's coming off an absolute monster game. So find that contender right now. Go and look for that person who needs a QB two that's two and one, or coming in, you know, going into tonight looks like they're going to be three and one, or maybe that that uh, two and two team that thinks they're a playoff contender, and get that guy off of your roster right now. Dave, do you disagree with that statement, or are you on board? No, I'm with you on this one, man. Um, Gino is actually running the ball a lot more than than we expected. Um, this is this is an this is an efficient offense that needs to get some credit. I mean, this team got bodied by the U.S. Open Twitter account this this summer, <laughs> and they have rebounded in good ways. Um, they're they're pretty fun to watch. They're not going to play Detroit all the time. So um, yeah, I'm I'm get I'm getting out of that as soon as I can, um, just because you know they're probably going to be in the C.J. Stroud, um, you know, conversation next year for sure. Yep. Uh, and this is Geno Smith. His you got him for nothing, and now you're able to get you know maybe a late second for him. Like do it. Yep, get what you can. Get out from underneath him. So he's the last quarterback we're talking about, and we're going to roll right into the running back position, and we're going to stick with the Seattle Seahawks and talk a little bit about Rashad Penny, who had another absolute monster game. This is what we saw the last four weeks of last season, 100-plus yards, touchdowns galore. He looks good this season. We talked about him last week and how he has looked good. He just hasn't landed in the end zone yet. And this week, we saw both. We saw that efficiency continue. We saw him rush for over five a carry. We saw him get a couple touchdowns. So, Dave, where are you at with Rashad Penny? Oh, I'm actually trying to sell him right now in a league. So I'm rebuilding. I have Rashad Penny. I got a whole bunch of garbage offers. And I I held and held and held. And now I've, I've thrown almost everybody that's in the top six got an offer for me today. That's a two seconds. Yeah. I think he's probably two first would have probably gotten me, you know, a couple of get out of here's, but I, two seconds is what I sent out there and we'll see what we get. I haven't checked the the text to see if anything got back to me, but that's what I did. He is absolutely dominating the carry share right now. Ken Walker is a complete afterthought. DJ Dallas is getting a couple of snaps Rashad Penny is the man. They are leaning on him, and I expect that to kind of stick because it's working right now. They look pretty good as an offense. You talked about how efficient they are. So I do agree he is a sell unless I'm a contender. If I'm a contender, I'm likely trying to talk you into a second and a third if I can, Uh, maybe even a second straight up on the premise of, look, this is a 27-year-old guy going to be going into his age 28 season on a new team, he's looking for a contract. Like, I, I don't want to give up two seconds for that. So I'm trying to talk that price down a little bit. But if I'm a contender, if you're hard set on two seconds, I'll I'll move him for that. So I think from a contender perspective, he's absolutely a buy for you right now because he can he can really put you over the edge with that that rushing production. He is so efficient right now, and he looks really good from a running back perspective. So All right, let's kind of shift gears a little bit. So we went from a guy who had an absolutely explosive week to an individual who had a really, really bad week and came out of it with a quite possible high ankle sprain where he's going to be missing a few weeks, and that is Jonathan Taylor, the bell of the ball coming into this season, running back for the Indianapolis Colts. Look, I can't sell him right now. You cannot sell him coming off of this low game. You cannot sell him coming into a high ankle sprain. That is how you destroy your dynasty teams is making moves like that at the wrong time. So you have to hold. 
Do not move him. Not to mention, he's still the most valuable running back in Dynasty Fantasy Football right now. So don't sell him low. Hold. They'll work through this uh, with Matt Ryan and that offense. They haven't looked great. Um, and they're really not leaning on Jonathan Taylor kind of like they did last season. I think they're putting a little more faith in Matt Ryan, and it's really not working out for him. So I do expect that philosophy to shift around a little bit and for Jonathan Taylor to be more of the focal point instead of uh, let's try to use Matt Ryan and then get behind and throw even more. Uh, so hold Jonathan Taylor right now. Don't panic. There are better days ahead. Dave, where are you at with JT? Yeah, and the the initial news is that it was the MRI came back negative, so it sounds like it's you know it's more of a lower ankle sprain. Um, he's still most likely going to miss this week because they're playing on Thursday night. You're looking at Philip Lindsay. Um, you have Deion ja- Deion is it Deion Jackson, uh, the guy from uh, Duke, um, and then Naheem Hines. So like you're you're gonna you're still gonna see like kind of a muddled backfield. I don't think any of those guys are gonna take a bulk of the work. Lindsay was with the team in the preseason, didn't look that good. And they cut him and put him on the practice squad. And last week, the only guys that were available were Deion Jackson and Naheem Hines. So um, I just, I don't know what to expect out of that backfield. I'm probably going to stay away from it if I possibly can. But I do think this is the the cheapest you're ever going to get Jonathan Taylor. Um, Just from a perspective of like, he was three firsts a week ago. And now you can get them for, you know, a mid to early first. So I I would do it if I had multiple firsts. Um, if I'm a rebuilder, it's it's really hard as a rebuilder to even buy any running back. But if you're a contender and you have a late first, throw it out there and see what they say for Jonathan Taylor. And if you end up getting someone to bite because they just want a 2023 or they don't think that your first is going to be late, get Jonathan Taylor and your first might be late. Yeah, and it's – I would be shocked if somebody bit on that right now. I, I really would. That That is some serious tilting right there to be able to get Jonathan Taylor, the 101 in non-Superflex leagues for a singular 23 first. I do want to kind of emphasize something that you had said around rebuild. If you're rebuilding, you just don't go buy running backs, period. That, that's not what you do. You move your players for young wide receivers. You move your players for picks, and you use those picks for quarterbacks and wide receivers or quarterbacks and running backs. Do not trade. I don't care how young the running back is. You That's just not kind of a winning strategy at that point because those younger running backs tend to be more expensive anyway. So you're losing value in the overall scheme of your dynasty team, in the, uh, you know, overall. So, so don't make that mistake if you're actually in a rebuild type situation. All right, let's move on to uh, two guys we're going to kind of lump together and then we'll move on to the uh, next segment, which is going to be the wide receivers and tight ends. And I'm I'm looking at some guys that are young, that are really kind of in that backup role right now, but we've seen some production out of. And that's going to be Alexander Madison, Kareem Hunt, Rashad White, and Isaiah Pacheco. So a couple a couple rookies and Pacheco and Rashad White, who we saw some decent production from this week. And then some older veteran guys and Alexander Madison and Kareem Hunt. There's a couple reasons maybe we talk about these guys right now with some of the running back injuries that we saw this week and maybe some openings to move from team to team. So Dave, where are you at with these four guys? Are there guys that you like more than others? Yeah, I mean... Rashad White, I think, is very interesting. Um, not only did you know Fournette get like punished for missing that block last night, but Rashad White is already like in line to take that job next year. And so, if you can get Rashad White for a second, I think it's going to be well worth it. He's someone I, I scooped up. He's my he's my second most rostered rookie, and I scooped him up at the beginning of my second rounds. And so, I don't think his value's gone up enough to where like. You, you're worried about it, but I think you, the long-term is, is good. And it's probably the same value for a guy like a Kareem Hunt or an Alexander Madison. And those guys are, it's just more of a risk. Like I would rather a late second for those guys because you might get one year out of Kareem Hunt or one year at Alexander Madison. And what if they get traded to Denver Broncos? Now you can fl- easily flip them, you know, cause they're, they're excited about it. But if they just stay where they're at, 
the value is not going to go up. And so I know Hunt could be a possibly a free agent next year. He's a 28 year old free agent running back with who knows where he goes. We always like map it out. And every year we mock running back to the Buffalo bills. And every year the bills are like cornerback from Florida, Kyrie Elam. So, I mean, we don't know. And then all of a sudden you're like, what the Rams got a fifth running back. Like why does Kareem Hunt go there? Well, he did. Yep. Yeah, and I I think I tend to agree there. My favorite is definitely Rashad White out of the four uh, for a couple of reasons. One, I I do think as the season wears on, they're going to start to, I think, lean on him a little bit more in the passing game. He did show that he was a pretty reliable receiver this week. I think he went five for five in the receiving game this week. And that's really what everybody loved about Rashad White coming out of college when he got drafted. They said, man, this kid from Arizona State is – really good we we think he's probably one of the better pass catchers in this draft from the running back position and now he's going to a team that has Leonard Fournette catching passes like he might take some of that work and now we saw some punishment happen and Rashad White kind of shine in that role now I'm not saying they're going to phase out Leonard Fournette or anything but I do think you start to see that snap share come a little bit closer to maybe like a 60-40 split where Uh early on it's been like 80-20 right? I mean, it's been a pretty hefty split in the favor of Leonard Fournette. So um, he's definitely my top. Then I've got to look at somebody like an Alexander Madison or a Kareem Hunt. I just don't know if I'm buying the Isaiah Pacheco. And I know he looked pretty good in his limited snaps this week. I just, I really really have a hard time with those guys that are sixth round or later draft picks um, that still have that are playing ahead of them in most situations. You might be able to sell Pacheco just on the fact that people do not like Clyde Edwards-Alaire. That is quite like, possible. Yeah, like that people don't possible. like him. And so they want the next guy to be the guy and they want that to happen. Yep. And so they also saw him look good. He looked good. Like he looked good last night. He he's did. got like, he's definitely got some sizzle to him. He had yep. the second, he had actually the top, Weight adjusted 40 in the draft of all running backs, better than Brees Hall. I mean, this guy's an athlete and he's he's big. And so, like Clyde Zalaire is small. This guy's big and fast. And so, like, he does have some potential. Um, but yeah, like you could you could flip him and take, you know, he's a fourth round pick in your rookie drafts, get a second round pick for him right now. Like you're already making money. And then um, you know, going back to Alexander Madison, he's like we listed him kind of with the older guys. Alexander Madison is the same age as Najee Harris. Like he's 24 years old. Yep. He's maybe turned 25 sometime this uh this season, but he's young. Yep. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right, let's move on from the running back position and get into our wide receivers and tight ends. But before then, we let's hear a word from our sponsors. And the first one is the Elias Game Plan app. Do you ever wish that before every NFL game? You could get up-to-date and accurate information before placing your bets or locking in your fantasy lineup. Well, now you can with the Elias Game Plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and the MLB. Whether you're part of a fantasy tournament, placing bets, or just a huge sports fan and stats nerd, the Elias Game Plan has everything you need. The Elias Game Plan is a sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats, the Elias Sports Bureau. They're the official statisticians of U.S. Pro Sports League since 1913. You see and hear their trusted facts all the time, whether that be from ESPN, local radio broadcasts, and even your television broadcasts. But right now, you can have all the stats, all the facts, all the updates, all in the palm of your hand, backed by their renowned research team. Look. We've talked about intuition a lot. We talk about we think this is going to happen or we think that's going to happen. The Elias game plan helps validate all of those things and put stats to your intuition. So take this NFL season to the next level and download the Elias game plan app today. Choose from three game plans for when you subscribe, whether it be weekly, monthly, or annually. But I can get you up to 25% off your first month when you choose the monthly subscription. All you have to do is use our promo code SGPN25. So find the Elias Game Plan Sports Betting Gap in the Sports Store or the Play Store today and use our promo code SGPN25. Let's talk about promoguide.us. This is the best place to go. Promoguide.us is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. 
They've got daily updates on odd boosts and huge cash prizes from all the major sport, sports books, and they've got a VIP Discord group that puts even deeper plus e, plus EV analytics right at your fingertips. I got to say, we've been looking at the daily promo updates, and they're some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply imply, don't simply tell you what team what the team is probable to do, um, that who what team is probable to win, but where you'll get the best odds and how to track down cash and cash in big on constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you're missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part is that promoguide.us is run by a small team, a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to promo, promoguide.us and check out their 100% tracked, transparent, and proven method for betting smarter. So make sure you check out promoguide.us. Yeah, and our last sponsor for this segment is No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in pick'em contests versus other people for the shot at winning $250,000 plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, and earn points for all your correct picks, and watch you yourself climb the leaderboard for a shot to win big money every single day. You can also test your skills versus the house and get 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five player prop over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and even NASCAR. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but it's also where you play, and you don't want to miss out on this. So sign up now with our promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match of up to $25. Whoo! Yeah, well, shout out to PromoGuy.us. Sorry about that, guys. Listen, so I got one one thing that grinds my gears. All right, so have you ever lost uh, a player prop because, or like any type of fantasy because of a kneel down? Oh yeah, oh so yeah. I didn't even realize it, but I would won last night. I, I mean, Tom Brady uh, over two, uh, over one hundred fifteen on his prop hit that. Smashed Travis Kelsey by seven plus points. Smashed uh, Evans, crushed it. <sighs> 284.5 total yards for Patrick Mahomes. He had 283. When I went to bed, that was all green. I just realized. <laughs> I just realized just now. I, I, I missed oh, you got to love it. Because of the, the freaking, I mean, mandatory, put the backup in. There's so much relying on this stuff. But yep, okay. that's right. I hear you. I hear you. But I'm a little excited. And I think I want to talk about tight ends first. Is that okay? We'll do you it. good with that? Yeah. All right. Look, we had a guy that absolutely exploded with one of the best games we've ever seen from a tight end yesterday. And that is TJ Hawkinson tight end for the Detroit lions had an absolute monster. And when I say monster, I mean like fucking Godzilla. I should not have said that out loud. Sorry. Godzilla monster. Yeah. Yeah. We need to mic check that. Uh, He had an absolutely explosion of a game yesterday. So Dave, is it, is it time to get on that TJ Hawkinson hype train or are you using that and selling him right now? When a guy is in year five and he has a career game, you sell. So not every week DeAndre Swift is going to be out. Not every week Monroe St. Brown is going to be out. You sell. You don't go and sell just to sell. Just to say, I sold TJ Hawkinson. No. You go and only get an offer that is good. And so, Brad, I'll ask you this question. Right now, Dynasty, Kyle Pitts or TJ Hawkinson? Kyle Pitts. Exactly. So if you can go get you can go, you can go get Kyle Pitts right now for TJ Hawkinson. No, no, nobody's doing that. I got this DM today. So last week I got a DM said Pat Frymuth and a first for Kyle Pitts. What should I do? I said, smash accept and don't look away. Yep. He said they the play the guy revoked it. I said, Well, tell you know, tell him offers on the table. You because yeah, we'll, we'll do it. Send it and, back to him. Yeah. yeah. The guy came back yesterday and said, Kyle, uh, Pat Frymuth and a third for Kyle Pitts. And he was like, what do I do? I'm like, dude, you better have already accepted this. Yeah, yeah, right. It is not a question. People are are panicking in the streets. Mm. Mm. Hawkinson I, for Pitts. So, so that'd be a, a smash, obviously. But I do really like TJ Hawkinson. I've liked him for a long time now you're going to be asked for a premium right now and you can't pay that premium right now. 
I think what you do is you wait a week or two weeks yeah. where he comes back down to earth. But what I do believe is going to happen is they have now seen what TJ Hawkinson is capable of when there's literally no other options on the field. DJ Shark was out as well. So they had guys like Khalif Raymond and Josh Reynolds, Jamal Williams, right? Craig Reynolds. They had a lot of these guys on the field who typically aren't large snap share guys. So the defense could have, if they chose to, pay attention to only TJ Hawkinson, and he still absolutely torched them. So I think he earned himself some more targets personally, right? So if you can get him at a price of what he was prior to, maybe a little on top, that's a that's a deal I'm willing to take right now. If you can, if you could get Kyle Pitts for him straight up, then I would obviously take that. But I, I do think that that TJ Hawkinson has proven to this regime who did not draft him, I belong on this field and you should be throwing the ball at me right now. So I mean, he's been on the team for five years. I, I new if regime. Chris realizes now because yeah. of yesterday. Yeah. I, I mean, they again they played the Seattle Seahawks. They, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Everybody was out, but they also Jamal Williams and that running game were absolutely destroying them. And TJ Hawkinson got a whole lot of garbage time. Like he was good in the first half, but the yep. second half they were down by 20 points coming back. Yep. And it was a lot of prevent defense and stuff like that. So I just, again, if you can go get, if you can go get him for a second or an early second, do it. Yep. I traded Hawkinson for a mid second and Kareem hunt last week. So that's like kind of the price. But yep. if you're if you're gonna pay a late first, which is what probably people are gonna ask for, wait till yes. next week, like Brad says, when he comes back to earth and has six for sixty, then you can go get him and, and get you know pay a second. Right. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we got our question of the show here, and this is a 12 team super flex. He's more so contending, he's two and two, likely a playoff team. He currently has Najee Harris as his RB2, but he kind of wants to get rid of him. What are some thoughts on some potential deals that you can get? So I've got the first person I think you should look at is the guy that lost Javonta Williams. I think he's most likely a guy who's looking for a running back. If you're not looking for another running back in return, or if you're looking for a wide receiver, a tight end, or whatever the case is, that's kind of the guy that's probably most in need of a running back right now and most willing to pay up for one. So that's probably the first person or the first team that I'm looking at when I'm looking to move Najee Harris. Dave, where are you at with that? Yeah, I would just look at the standings tomorrow, go to the bottom six teams, and and DM each one of them and say, hey, are you selling? And most likely you're going to find two or three guys that are selling, inventory their teams, and then do what you need to do. If I can then package Najee Harris, and if I like, let's say you have, if you're flush at receiver or you're flush at tight end or you have draft picks if it's dynasty then two for one so Najee harris plus somebody for you know uh like deandre swift or something like that like deandre if you're Najee harris in a first for for deandre swift in a, in a, in a super flex i mean in a um in a dynasty or if you have six receivers you know trade a receiver that's that's playing well and Najee Harris to, to increase your running back or increase your receiver. I'm assuming you probably have less running backs than you do receivers as far as depth, but I do two for ones and then you get an extra bench spot and you can slide someone in there. If it's a redraft, same scenario, you know, Najee plus this guy for Barkley. Yeah. Do you read into it at all in that game in the second half, they put Kenny Pickett in and Najee Harris actually looked a lot better uh, in that in the second half of that game, after Kenny Pickett came in, we saw George Pickens, who we'll talk about, really show out after Kenny Pickett came in. Do you do you want to wait a week and hope that you see more of that in week five with Kenny Pickett looking like he's going to be the starting quarterback in week five? Yeah, I mean, you, you should definitely wait till you, if you're going to sell somebody, you want to wait till they have a good week. And I know that's the hard part. You know, like yep. it sounds crazy. I'm like, TJ Hawkinson finally had a good game. Trade him. And Marcus Grant's like, you guys can't have nice things in Dynasty. But when you <laughs> waited five years for that game, you sell. Like, Miles Sanders had a career day. 
Josh Jacobs had a career day. Like these guys are not like, this isn't Damian Pierce had a career day in his third game. Like yep. this is like game 37. And he finally like Clyde Edwards of layer. Like, yes, four years ago, I took him at the one Oh one. I'm finally paying dividends. Like, yeah. no like sell, it. like sell. And when that window shuts next week, you're going to go, damn it. Yep. Yep, I hear you. I'm, we're glad to hear that the Javanta owner is interested in Najee. Hey, make sure you let us know when you get that deal done, what it ended up being. If you got questions about it, DM us, let us know, put it in the chat. We, we will be sure to help you out if you need it. Um, but let's get into the wide receiver position, and they are brought to you by Trade Coffee. Look, I love coffee. It took me a lot of years to figure out the right coffee for me right? I need to have a certain kind. It needs to have certain flavors. And only I knew that. My wife couldn't help me with that. My friends couldn't help me with that. But you know who could is probably trade coffee. We drink a lot. They have a ton of people who try hundreds of coffee. And when I say hundreds, they have, they've curated over 450 exceptional coffees to help choose from. They use their people and that I can't believe how much they've picked and selected the right coffee. And every time they send it to me, it is the right stuff. Their team actually worked and created my own collection, which is great. Great. Because like I said, how many times have you gone to the store and picked up a bag of coffee? You're like, oh, this, this is cool packaging. It says dark roast. Let me try that coffee. And you get home and it tastes like tar and it's disgusting. And if that's not up your alley... I'm telling you, talk to Trade Coffee. They'll send you something that's personalized for you. If you get it and it's not the right stuff, don't worry. They will have whatever you want, and they will make sure to ship it to you on your next order. You can shop their most popular coffees by roast or flavor profile, or you can take a coffee quiz that will help you get expertly matched to the coffees you love. So, if you want to support small businesses and brew the best cup of coffee you've ever made at home, it's time to try Trade Coffee right now. Trade is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping at drinktrade.com SGP. Again, that's drinktrade.com SGP for $30 off your subscription to the best coffee in the country. Let's talk about Odds Trader. Uh, Odds Trader is a place to compare all odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sportsbooks to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, game stats, key injury reports, and projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so betters you can keep, so you can keep record of all your all your games and betting activity. Again, you want the advantage. A lot of people out there, you guys, Oddstrader is going to help you out. You got handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores, and bet tracking, player statistics, key game statistics, projected game day weather. Whatever they can do to give you that one, that that little bit of an edge, it's going to be a huge difference in your pocket. And right now, you can go to odds, go to oddstrader.com, backslash blue wire. Odds Trader is the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, let's get into this wide receiver position so we can get everybody out of here to enjoy this Monday night game. And we're going to stick. We talked. We talked about Najee Harris a little bit. We talked about Kenny Pickett coming in in the second half, and I want to talk about a wide receiver that we really saw. We've talked a lot about in air yards and the opportunities that he's been getting, and it hasn't been that much until this week. We saw him with a 32% target share, and that is George Pickens, rookie wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Dave, is George Pickens a buy for you now, or is he a sell after that big game? Yeah, and the hard part is, is we've been telling you to buy him for four weeks. And so when when it cooled down, like everybody was excited about him in the offseason, and he was going 104 in August rookie drafts, we told you guys to, to chill out, wait, too much. Then the first three weeks happened, and, and, you know, but never chase points, always chase opportunity. This guy's been been off the charts in yards. He's been off the charts in individual, you know, like individual metrics, such as, creating separation. Um, this guy is, is getting targeted on, on routes run at one of the highest rates for all rookies. Air yards is up. And then you saw Kenny Pickett come in, and Kenny Pickett had eyes for George yeah, Pickens. Did. And so um, any smart dynasty player is going to see that and not gonna they're not going to let you buy low on George Pickens. So I think the buy low window is it's closing. 
Um, but you still want to go out there and check it out because people are always excited about the new thing. And if they're happen to be a, not a contender, they might trade away George Pickens, even though I, I would not recommend that people always want the next thing. And they're like, okay, well, what are my team? Do you want? You're like, okay, George Pickens. And I'll give you a late first for George Pickens or an early second. And uh, I, would, I would do that all day. Yeah. Yeah. I love that call. And for the sake of time, let's try to get through a couple of these names. So I'm not going to reiterate anything because I agree 100%. Let's go to a guy that quite possibly was the 101 at the wide receiver position in dynasty startup drafts this year. And that is Jamar Chase, wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals. We've seen his target share be pretty decent, 30% week one, 26% week two, 29% week three, 20% last week. So pretty solid target share from that perspective. But when you see what the production is right now and kind of how discombobulated the Cincinnati Bengals offense is, how bad the offensive line is, they're just not clicking right. Is Jamar Chase a sell right now? The reason I bring this question up is the value that you're still able to get out of him, even with some of the downfall in the production, maybe not necessarily reaching the heights that we had hoped outside of really week one. You can see him go for T. Higgins and Jamison Williams. We saw him go for C.D. Lamb plus a first round in 2023. We saw him and Goddard get paired and get Pitts and Bateman. So are any of those trades intriguing enough for you, Dave, to buy Jamar Chase, or are you tempted to sell him now? Yeah, and I'd be interested to see if those people would still do those trades today after yesterday. Um, Because we saw Jamar Jamar Chase play on Thursday. But CeeDee Lamb had another monster game, and I think that that trade probably doesn't go through because I would take that one. Um, The T. Higgins one, yeah, I mean – I think at the end of the day, if you're Jamar Chase, uh, if you have Jamar Chase in your roster, it's going to be really hard to sell him because you're kind of selling, not at a low point, but you're you're selling right now when you're not going to get as much for him. Um, but if somebody's like, I've never had Jamar Chase, I really want Jamar Chase, and, and but I, I feel like you're just going to get a bunch of buy, off, buy low offers. And if someone that has Jamar Chase – I would be afraid of what if I put him on the block right now. What I would what I would get if people just try and take advantage. And the defenses, if what you're watching the game, the defenses are treating him like they used to treat Odo Beckham on the Giants or, or Antonio Brown on the Steelers. They are bracketing double coverage on Jamar Chase and then putting T Higgins one on one against the other guy. And T Higgins is just as good as Jamar Chase, and he's dominating. So yep. I do think as you as you see the 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 season go, you're going to see the defenses go away from that because T Higgins is just, you put T Higgins on your third best or second best corner. Good, good luck. Good luck. And, and then, you know, Jamar Chase is going to get back to it because he had super high efficiency and now it's low. It's going to come back to the middle. Yeah. If I'm the Jamar Chase owner, I'm moving him for two out of those three. I want CD lamb in the first and I want T. Higgins plus Jamison Williams because when you look at target share even, T. Higgins has seen three of the exact same target shares that Jamar Chase has seen. He saw 29%, he saw 30%, and he saw 20%, which are three of the exact same percentages that Jamar Chase saw. So I absolutely think that he is a a sell if you can get T Higgins plus because we've seen the production kind of shift a little bit. Now some of that is due to the coverage that Dave is talking about, but T Higgins is really freaking good. Very good wide receiver and he's been underrated and overshadowed quite frankly by Jamar Chase and I don't think that's fair because he's just as good. So I am taking both of those trades. T Higgins is coming up on a contract here too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so before he heads out to watch Monday Night Football, he just traded Jamal Williams for Brandon Ayuk. We're assuming this is a dynasty league. My initial thought is that's a smash. You're moving a backup running back for a starting wide receiver, especially if you're a wide receiver needy team. Uh, So I think that's a great play from a dynasty perspective. Yep, and I think it's a great move. Uh, Long-term, you definitely get the better half of that. Jamal Williams is a little older. And he's, he's, he's great insurance for, you know, DeAndre Swift. But DeAndre Swift's going to come back, and, and Jamal is going to lose his value. Like, poof. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get one more name in here. And it's really kind of a, an intriguing name for me. 
we've seen him over the years continue to pull a ton of value, even though he's been a wide receiver too. And he's never finished better than a wide receiver too, but he's continually pulling top 12 dynasty wide receiver prices. And that is DJ Moore, wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers. We've seen trades now for DJ Moore straight up for Ken Walker, straight up for a 23 first, and straight up for Derek Carr. Me personally, I'm taking all three of those over DJ Moore right now. I've never been a believer in the value that DJ Moore brings because he's never done anything other than be a wide receiver too. So who's to think he's going to do it now all of a sudden? And I get you. You have to do it at some point in time, but I'm taking that 23 first. I'm taking Kenneth Walker, who's going to be the Seattle starting running back next year. And I'm taking Derek Carr, especially if it's in a super flex league. So Dave smash me. Cause I feel like your, your facial expressions are telling me that you're a little bit on the other side here. No, my facial expressions was, I was looking up DJ Moore's contract and I just feel terrible for this guy. He's, He's contract he's, year. He well, no, he's gonna he's he's with the Carolina Panthers until 2026. Oh, that's right. He re-signed. I forgot about that. Yeah, and yeah. so that's my face. Um, so I'm hoping he gets traded. I saw some some you know, some people like, hey, like rumors about him to the, the Chiefs or whatever. Um, Odo Beckham Jr.'s dad is teaching DJ DJ more senior how to how to do uh some mixtapes <laughs> to try to get him <laughs> out of there, but uh it's bad. And yesterday was like the breakout game because like the volume and the air yards and everything suggests that he should have had a good game yesterday and he didn't. So like <laughs> I have so zero bad. shares of DJ Moore. I've never had any shares of DJ Moore. Me either. The price has just always been too expensive. So yeah, I would trade him for any of those. And again, I just, I think that data might not reflect yesterday and there's no, I just don't think anyone's going to trade 2023 first DJ Moore right now. Yeah, some people I think look at that as a buy low on DJ Moore because you, I'm telling, I know I, one of my best people, friends got, is a huge DJ Moore truther. I mean, huge. And we've had arguments about him for the last two or three years, just over and over again around his value. So you could definitely find people that I think are doing that, thinking they're getting him on the cheap right now. So, all right, so let's close out the show with this last question from Richie Laura. Should he trade Josh Jacobs for Mike Williams and Zach Ertz? Dave. Yeah, this is roster dependent. I, I like this move. If you need a tight end, this is exactly what you do. You take Josh Jacobs off his career game. You go and get Mike Williams, who's a stud. Zach Ertz, who's been a very, very good tight end who everyone treats like he's ancient and he's same age as Kelsey. Um, Josh Jacobs, I will say is, is I still like him this year. He's actually been using the pass game last two weeks. And if it, you know, it just, if you have enough running backs that you can move Josh Jacobs to improve the other positions, absolutely, absolutely like it. But if Josh Jacobs is your second best running back and your third best is Michael Carter, do not do this trade. Like, you're, you need at least three good running backs, in my opinion, um, because bye weeks are coming. So I, I still like Josh Jacobs. I think he's a solid RB2 the rest of the season with some upside. And so I'm not moving him unless I have a plethora of running backs. Yeah, I differ a little bit. I think I would take this deal regardless of context. because So thinking about where Josh Jacobs was drafted in, in uh, startup leagues, He's likely your RB2. He's probably not your RB1. And for me, the difference that you're getting and being able to put Mike Williams and Zach Ertz in your lineup with those huge blow-up weeks that you can see from Mike Williams and your steady Eddie production that you're going to be getting some from Zach Ertz, I think that outweighs even going down to, say, a Michael Carter or a Kareem Hunt or whatever the case is. Um, so right now, the running backs are Jonathan Taylor, Saquon, Leonard Fournette, A.J. Dillon, Khalil Herbert. I am absolutely – I want to yeah. be in this league. Like, how do yeah, you get a team I'll, like that? I'll sign off on that. I, I still <laughs> would not do it. If Michael Carter is your two, that means no. if your one goes down, Michael Carter is your one. No. I would never I, – I would not sign off on that. But this, yeah, do, do it. Yep. I'd, I'd take that trade. I like it. We both agree, at least in this context, uh, but we differ a little bit outside of that. Hey, Dave, 
We're right at an hour and four seconds. Let's get out of here. Let's go enjoy some Monday night football. We'll see y'all again on Thursday. Dave, thanks again. You can see all of our stuff at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Make sure you check us out. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. I'm at FF Bourbon Dude. He is at Dave, at Dynasty Dorks, Dave Howman with that beautiful DeAndre Swift jersey on display. If you give us that subscribe, you give us a comment, and then you screenshot that and send it to us, we'll be more than happy to put you in the, in the, the bucket to win that DeAndre Swift jersey. So make sure you check it out. Enjoy the night tonight. Cheers. Good luck, Steve.